It's time for Around the Gridiron with your co-hosts, Marissa Voss and Brock Aker. Welcome to another edition of Around the Gridiron. I am back this week after uh, getting tugged down last week by a lot of school papers. But Marissa Voss was a trooper, did it by herself last week. She's joined with me again today as we get you ready for the fantasy playoffs. I'll have this episode will go down. All three segments are about the fantasy playoffs. I'll give you my top seven players that most likely will win you a fantasy championship this year and players you do not want to face. And then I'll also will play Would You Rather, some tough questions a manager has that might be the difference between them winning this week. And then we'll play start, bench, or cut. Remember, there's only three weeks left of the season, so some of the guys you can cut uh, bait with because you might not use them uh, these next three weeks. There's no use for them to be on your roster. We'll get your lineups set for you that way as well. It's a loaded episode. It's going to be fun. How are you doing today, Marissa? Are you ready for this? Oh, I don't think I've had enough coffee. I've been busy. The last two days I've been trying to figure out work from home, so coffee and then I'll be good to go, but let's do what we got to do, I guess. Let's get after yeah, it. I'm not a coffee person. I'm, I'm, I'm a sleep person. I have to get my sleep otherwise. Oh, God. I don't do that well. I don't get, I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> if I don't have coffee, I don't like function. Like I can know like the difference in a day if I don't have coffee versus like today I haven't had any. And I was like interviewing people for my job and I was like, oh my God, I don't even know like what questions I'm supposed to ask. I my head is in the clouds. Like I have no focus. It's caffeine addiction is real and you do not want to mess with it. Well, yeah, if you're, you're not uh, getting the sleep you need, you don't feel fresh, we're here for you today uh, to make sure you don't make any uh, dumb fantasy moves. Let's start, though, with these seven players, Marissa. I don't know if you have any of them on your team, but I'm going to give the top seven of players this fantasy playoffs. Those the criteria is a combination of the player's skill and then their schedule. So if we had to start a draft today, these would be my top seven picks. Want me to get started, Marissa? Yep. Take it away. Like some music going there, but I know. (laughs) All right. At number seven, Aaron Jones. If you go back to week week six, Aaron Jones could possibly be be number one on this list. As Showtime Jones has seven touchdowns in his first five games with the Packers. However, a calf strain by Aaron Jones coming off of the Bucks game cost him two games, and since then he's only scored twice in the last five weeks. Even worse, Jamal Williams has been eating into some of his workload, uh, getting the touchdown two weeks ago against the Bears. But don't panic. Aaron Jones coming off a great game last week with 100 yards and a touchdown against the Eagles. He has a great fantasy schedule. He gets the Lions this week, who are worst against the run in fantasy. Then you get the Panthers, the 27th worst in week 15. And then the championship, he gets the Tennessee Titans, who are 26th against the run. So if you're going against Aaron Jones this week, uh, that's not good. He's probably going to be the RB1 this week. Uh, so I would take a couple uh, couple drinks before I watch that because he, be, he might be a little sad. Are you going against Aaron Jones this week, Marissa, in any of your league? I don't think so. I'm not entirely sure, though, to be honest. If I am, I don't want to be. He He's a force to be reckoned with. I don't think that he – I think he's – it's not like he's an underrated. Everyone knows he's good, but, you know, that kind of person where he's like – Everyone's like, oh, Dalvin Cook, you know, Henry, anything else. Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think he does get he does get overshadowed by a Dalvin. Yeah. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to say he's underrated because he's a great player, but I think that there's some um a chip on his shoulder, if you will. And he's playing, yeah, he's yeah. gonna probably play like that this week. Against the Lions. In the first game against the Lions, he had, I think, four touchdowns. Uh, in his first matchup week two, when I was stupid and thought the Lions uh, could upset him, and then Aaron Jones just went off crazy. He, I think that's the highest output a running back had this year in fantasy was his game against the Lions. Maybe Dalvin Cook against the Packers uh, yeah. right with him. But uh, Aaron Jones had a great game last time out against the Lions. So definitely this week I'd be scared if I'm against them. Number six is the n- – Number one overall pick in a lot of leagues this year, who was the RB1 last year, Christian McCaffrey. If you're an owner of Christian McCaffrey and you willed yourself to the playoffs um, with the number one overall pick most of the year on the sidelines and you couldn't use him, 
Well, congratulations. You have a great chance of winning your league. McCaffrey has scored two touchdowns in each of the three games he has played. He's had over 100 yards of scrimmage in each of the games he's played. He's truly a fantasy dream player. But because of injuries, he's not number one on this list, as you got to think Mike Davis uh, might take a couple carries away from him than uh, you might have imagined drafting him earlier this year. But still, like I said, those three games, he's been spectacular. 100 yards of scrimmage and two touchdowns in each of them. He's going to be a top five running back by far here this fantasy postseason stretch. Just pray for no more injuries. McCaffrey, you don't even have to look at the schedule because of his skill. But he does get Denver, who's the 18th uh, worst against the run. The Packers, who are the second worst against the run. And then the Redskins is kind of a tough test in the, in the Super Bowl. But obviously McCaffrey is matchup proof, and he'll go off against any team as the Buccaneers is one of the better run defenses. I'll be interested to see uh, how Dalvin Cook does uh, this week. But McCaffrey, before he got his ankle injury, he had over 100 yards and two touchdowns against uh, one of the top run defenses. So don't be afraid of any matchup. McCaffrey has a good chance of leading you to a championship. Marissa, what do you think about Dalvin Cook and Chris McCaffrey? Dalvin Cook's going to be my number five. I'll get into why he's number five. But who would you rather have this postseason? I know you're biased. But Dalvin or McCaffrey? Um, definitely biased, but McCaffrey scares me. The, honestly, if I'm going to say it, these both players scare me because the fact of the matter is that you look at both of these players and they get injured their injuries almost every week. If it's not one thing with Dalvin, it's another. It, it really is. I mean, he had an ankle, I think, last week. And then before that, it was the groin. And then maybe he had a hamstring. And there's all these components to um, – him getting injured and so with Christian McCaffrey and you got to look at that is that just the running back is that the position is it you know you know the position is so hard that it is wear and tearing on your body but that's something that for me personally um Christian McCaffrey has been in and out way more than Dalvin Cook has so if anything I would take Dalvin Cook because he has been in the game more and he's been stronger and even when he gets those injuries he's not out for the full game he comes back in versus Christian McCaffrey has you know, not traveled to games this year and has been out of it. And yes, he's an amazing, um, he's an amazing running back and he was RB one last year, but I um, doesn't speak for this year. So I'm a little tentative on that. So I, that for that, yes, I would go with Dalvin cook, but just because of um, pure luck as injuries, because I think injuries plague the league a lot, you know, definitely. I, I think cook uh, is much uh, more, you're confident in his, a workload you know he's on a team that is gonna play this week as you've seen there's been eight COVID positive tests from the Panthers I think they're still gonna play but there's a lot of questions surrounding McCaffrey so that's why even though he was the number one overall pick he's only sixth on my list but he's that good with all the question marks to still make this list because of how good he is speaking of Dalvin Cook he's my number fifth ranked player he's the it's kind of surprising to maybe some people because he's the number one fantasy running back and points scored this year he has the most touchdowns by a running back and he has the most yards of scrimmage by a running back and he missed one and a half games the reason why he's not higher is his fantasy playoff schedule is brutal we talked about how tough the Buccaneers run defenses that's who he gets this week then he gets the Bears who like to shut him down they got Akeem Hicks back their D tackle this past week uh, and that's who that's kind of been Delvin Cook's trip tonight. If you watched the Monday Night Football, Akeem Hicks and that Bears run defense. And then the Saints, who are the toughest against the run. It's absolutely brutal for Delvin Cook. But since he's been the best running back in fantasy, he still has to crack my top five uh, for fantasy playoff rankings going into these playoff schedule. Well, my right. big thing with Delvin Cook, if I can mention this, is that you've looked at the past couple of games and um, even the beginning of the year, you know, when they went on that four game stretch or three game winning stretch, he was electric and he has been electric, but lately he's been slowed up just because of the sole fact of the matter is that people are starting to figure out teams are starting to figure out, you know, watch the video, watch the plays, know what he does. You know, he is the sole focus and he has been not getting nearly as much as, you know, Jefferson has or Thielen or anything else. We've become more of a, throwing team than a running team which we were in the beginning of the year and I think that is exactly why he's going to struggle even more in these upcoming weeks than anything else just because of the fact of the matter is that people are starting to figure out okay the sole offense of this team 
is Delvin Cook? How do we stop that to make them, you know, look other ways or maybe scramble? Definitely. I think, uh, too, the teams are trying to make Kirk Cousins beat them. And Cousins is actually doing it. These last two weeks, he's had some game-winning drives. Justin Jefferson's been huge uh, these last two weeks. Adam Thielen was back uh, last week. That'll be interesting. Are they going to start putting more coverage on Justin Jefferson uh, so he doesn't keep on going off with 100 yards and a touchdown like he usually has uh, every week? That's what's so tough is pro football focus has Thielen and Justin Jefferson as two top five receivers, and then you have Cook. It's really pick your poison if you're a defensive coordinator on what to stop. So I could see maybe uh, the Buccaneers maybe trying to get some safety help this past week after giving up 200 yards and, what, three touchdowns that Tyree killed just two weeks ago. They might uh, be a little more scared to let uh, alpha male receiver like Justin Jefferson to go off again. So maybe – these matchups might turn Cook's way depending on how each defense decides to play the Vikings. That's why Delvin Cook is still in the top five, even though his tough schedule coming up. Number four, we're finally not picking a running back. Number fourth player, this is going from seven to one. So the more I'm going down the list is the best player, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm clear on that. But the fourth best player this fantasy postseason is going to be Keenan Allen. He fell out of the the first couple of rounds this year in fantasy drafts because of Phillip Rivers' departure to Indianapolis. And due to a mishap uh, to Tyrod Taylor's punctured lung, actually that helped Keenan Allen as prodigy young quarterback Justin Herbert came in. And since Herbert stepped in, Allen's had 100 yards or a touchdown in nine of the 10 games, if you don't include last week against the Patriots. you got to throw out Bill Belichick who takes away the number one option, whoever you face. You saw that with the Hopkins two weeks ago with only 50 yards. You can't uh, build your fantasy uh, stat line against the Patriots just because Bill Belichick is one of those guys that will just decide to take you out of the game. But outside the Patriots, 100 yards or a touchdown in nine of 10 games, that's crazy consistency uh, from Keenan Allen. Allen has league winning upside in each week this fantasy postseason as he gets to play the Atlanta Falcons were second worst against receivers this week. And then he gets the Las Vegas Raiders, who almost gave up loss to the Jets last week, gave up three touchdowns to Sam Darnold. I would be very confident if I have Keenan Allen on that matchup. And then Denver, they've given up the 13th worst, a little tougher uh, opponent. But Keenan Allen's historically has always done well against the Denver Broncos. All right. Going to number three, we're getting to the top three players this fantasy postseason. I think it's it's Marissa's favorite player, Aaron Rodgers at number three. Yeah. QB alert. Gross, Brock. Well, Aaron Rodgers is actually my only quarterback on this list. And you might be asking, why not Mahomes? Well, with QBs, I look at touchdowns and schedules. Aaron Rodgers has had three or more passing touchdowns in eight of his 11 games. And then this past week, he did it again. So nine out of 12 games, he's had three touchdowns or more, while Mahomes has done it five out of 12 games. That's consistency. Plus, Rodgers gets to face the Lions 26th against the pass, the Panthers 19th, and then the Titans, who are fourth worst against the pass. Great schedule for Rodgers. And since he's thrown the most touchdowns this season with the three kick matchups, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you got him late. A lot of some of these guys you could have gotten later rounds like Aaron Rodgers and Keenan Allen. You're probably sitting pretty good. You actually might have a bye this week if you got those two late in the draft. Are you sad about how well Aaron Rodgers is doing this shit, Marissa? I'm sad about how many Packers players are in this top seven, Brock. I really am. Um, now he's – you're going into the year you didn't – you know, as you as a Vikings fan know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be really good. And then you have Devontae Adams and you have Aaron Jones and you have, you know, all of these components, you know, they were going to be good. And like Aaron, the fact that I've said this in the way in the beginning of the pod, but when they drafted, you know, love, it was very big of Aaron to be, he was either being like, okay, I'm either going to have a great season or I'm going to have a fucking amazing season. Right. Because when you draft someone like that, that, takes a toll on the confidence and then it just brings them they want to do better and more so I think that I was expecting him to go off even more than he has which is 
so honestly like hard to believe since he he is he is a good QB. I just can't stand the man. Well, you, <laughs> but you that's gave because up my... of like we're in a feud, right? Like I can't be a, like a like my roommate's a Packers fan. Every time she's like, you know, I cheer for the Minnesota Vikings. Like, yeah, when they win, I'm I'm like I can't do that with the Packers. Like I literally hate them. She's like, oh come on, I do it for you. I'm like, no, I will never, I will never cheer for the Pat. Like, no. I would like, you know, maybe if they win against the Bears or do that, maybe like strategically, but I'll never just like wholeheartedly be like, hey, I'm Yeah, I can't believe it. Is that a girl thing where it's, you don't really have any hate for the opposing team or I, I can't uh, Not from it. this girl. Apparently it's from, it must be just like a girl thing who's not like super in tuned into football necessarily because she's like, she's like likes, okay, I'm sorry. I got to stop my dog from like running over my cord. This is actually an interesting topic as uh, Chris Collinsworth, did you see he got backlash for uh, saying even the uh, women outside of Pittsburgh are really excited and know what's going on with this team. Uh, well, and that's like, you know, say hi to my dog, guys. This is, this is Freya. <laughs> She's chilling. <laughs> but I think it's a big stipulation that, you know, because she – She's a, she's a Packers fan, but she's not like a true diehard, right? She doesn't know the logistics out of everything and she doesn't know what's going on. And for me, it's different because I'm like a fanatic, you know, that's how we were, I was raised, you know, I was raised to hate the Packers. You're not supposed to like the Packers. So that's the biggest thing I think with her is that that wasn't her. She's not really super into football. So she doesn't really care necessarily. Yeah. Well, you, you get, got, my uh, second overall player here, you, you blurted it out. It's Devontae Adams. <laughs> and no, I'm not a Packers fan. Uh, in fact, I despise Cleet Blakeman's favorite team, the referee that always gives the calls to the Packers. But fantasy, you can't be biased, Marissa. It's just the way. Can't be biased, not one bit. The Packers have the most points scored in the league. They have this great stretch of a schedule. And Adams has scored in each of the last seven games and he scored 11 touchdowns in the past seven games. That's cra- That's amazing. 12 t- or 11 touchdowns in the last seven games. And then he's got Aaron Rodgers still throwing him the ball and the Lions 24th against receivers, Carolina 16th and the Tennessee Titans 28th. Um, so he, like we talked about three Packers enter here, this top seven, you don't want to face any of these three Packers stars this fantasy postseason uh, because each one of them have the potential to really ruin that matchup up for it. I wish I, I hit number one so you couldn't see it. I'd see if you'd guess it. But number one, what everyone's been waiting for, is Derrick Henry. If I had a draft right now and I could pick one player for the stretch run, it's Derrick Henry because it's December, and that's when defenses are more banged up. They get more tired, and that's when Derrick Henry feasts. Like Henry does for Tennessee, he's capable of carrying your fantasy team on his back to win your fantasy championship. Henry is coming off a couple of great games this past week. Actually, not this past week against the Browns. He struggled only 47 yards. But the week before that, he went against the Colts, who were a top five rush defense at the time, and had 178 yards and three touchdowns. And now the Colts are actually on our top 10 run defense when they were top five the week they played Henry. That's how fall they fell because of Derrick Henry. He's unquestionably in the top three for running backs. He's in that conversation, I think, with Dalvin Cook and then possibly Alvin Kamara at three. I think three is really where you can start arguing, but I, I definitely think Dalvin and Derrick are the unquestioned top two. But since Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the NFL, easily top three, He actually has the easiest fantasy schedule for any running back. He gets the Jaguars fifth worst, the Lions the worst in the league, and the Packers third worst. So he's facing a top five worst run defense each game this fantasy postseason. And he's going to be probably most likely on most of the fantasy championship of teams rosters just because of that stretch and how good he is. I I hope I don't see him. I got to buy this week. I hope the team that has Derrick Henry loses so I don't have to face that man this year. Yeah, well, it's just a big, like, the man is so, like, it's either him and, you know, DK Metcalf. Those guys are so big and tall and built, and they can, you know, they can stiff arm you. We You saw that when they were playing. I think they were playing, like, the Giants or some team. They literally just, like, he just, like, stiff arm some people, like somebody. They're just big enough, and they 
they're just huge and built and muscular that they can ram through things. I mean, even you look at like Dalvin, like the most successful running backs or wide receivers are honestly, besides Adam Thielen are super built, right? Because it's like, when you hit them, it's like, you can't take them down. That's the biggest thing about being a successful running back in my like eye is being like, you can't take them down because they've got so much muscle. And then they just keep getting yard after yard after yard. And yeah, that's DK. does. Sorry, I mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. What are you saying about DK? DK didn't make my list. I hope he does. I have him in one of my uh, leagues. He's got the Jets this week, which is good. But Russell Wilson, I know you're an owner of him. I don't know oh. what's going on with Russell. He's struggling. One Dude, touchdown against like, the Giants. From letting the man say, let Russ cook, getting it trademarked, to literally getting me 17 points, like, back-to-back weeks. Yeah, like, come on. You know, it's not, like, horrible, but when he he's – he used to put up 44 points, 30 points, you know, all of these things. Like I was winning because of him. And now it's like Kirk Cousins is scoring him, outscoring him on the bench. Like that, that's how much, like, honestly, Russell Wilson is struggling. So for me, I mean, he's still the fifth best, I think the fifth or fourth best quarterback right now for fantasy seated. But at the same time, you got to look, if he keeps doing bad and you got to look at his schedule, maybe make some adjustments maybe sit him out for one game. I don't know. I don't know what I should do because I'm like trying to rely on him, but at the same time, he's playing the Jets. No, he's playing the New York Giants, I think, this week. He played playing? the Giants last week, Jets this week. Yeah, I was right. So the New York Jets. So then, come on, that's like a gimme. You're going to play him over like Kirk who plays, you know, Tampa Bay. That's just not how it works. So those are the things, though, you have to look at for sure. Yeah, I definitely still play Russell over uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins, but I'm not as confident in his as I was, say, four weeks ago. Agreed there. Well, you pretty much came up with the would you rather question. Are you ready to play would you rather? Yes, sir. Let's I do it. I wish we got music again. We got to get some music. Hey, but, dude, we can – this is – what people don't know is this all edited post. You could just slip music right underneath. No one will know. That's true. All right. Would you rather, Marissa, Josh Allen, he's going against the Steelers defense – or Justin Herbert going against the Falcons defense. Do you go with the guy with an easier schedule or do you go with the better player, Josh Allen? This is hard because obviously people are going to want to say, well, what do you go with the better, you know, the t- someone with the, you know, least hardest team they're playing, which is true. But at the same time, Justin Herbert has been struggling and the Chargers have been struggling pretty hard. So even if they're going against the Falcons who aren't that good, are you going to go against Josh Allen and the Steelers? But also look at that as the Steelers. They just lost to the Washington football team. That's a loss that you shouldn't lose. If you are an undefeated team and all of a sudden now you lose to the Washington football team, um, yikes. So for me, I'm thinking maybe a little bit Steelers banged up. I don't know how they're going to rebound. I got Josh Allen in this one. I think that he's just the good quarterback. He's the one I would take over Justin Herbert right now for sure. Quality over quantity. That's this is a tough question. Josh Allen is back in the MVP race. I'm gonna go Justin Herbert uh, with this just because, again, I take away a grain of salt when you play the Patriots when you're, you're like a re- top receiver, a rookie quarterback, just because Belichick is so good against uh, the, those people in those aspects. The Chargers scored 17 points against the Bills. They got shut out last week. Like they've been in a rut. I feel like Justin Herbert finally bounces back. He's been so good before these last two weeks. I think the Bills, they beat the Steelers, uh, but I think it's going to be more of a, a low-scoring game. The, the Steelers' defense is still for real. I think the Falcons and Chargers have shootout ability. Uh, therefore, I'm going to take Justin Herbert over Josh Allen. That's the bold mood I would take this, this week. How about Ryan Tannehill against the Jaguars or Deshaun Watson against the, the Bears? Again, player, better player or the better matchup? Where are you going Okay. So everyone who listened to the pod last week, which hopefully was a lot of people, knows that I think Deshaun Watson is back. Like it's arguably I'm like Deshaun Watson is back, baby. I think, you know, the Houston's almost won against the Colts, which is sucky because I predicted them. They think they were my upset last week, but they barely almost pulled it off. I would honestly, I like what Deshaun Watson's doing right now. Um, week 12, he had three touchdowns, how many yards? He had pretty good against, you know, Colts as well. I think that he's finding his groove. And um, for me, you know, Ryan Tannehill 
didn't do that hot last week. So I don't know. I'm thinking Deshaun Watson, give him to me. You're going Deshaun Watson against the Bears defense. The the Titans and Jaguars girl. played earlier this year, and it was like a 42-35. That was still when Gardner Minshew was a thing, and a, it was a really high-scoring game. The divisional matchups, they scare me. They, they really do because you just can't predict them. I think especially with Derrick Henry coming off a bad game last week, they're going to get him the ball. Therefore, I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. He had two touchdowns last week against a tough Colts defense. I still think the Bears are a really good defense, but Deshaun Watson, like you said, he's just been so good. And since it's not a divisional game, they don't know each other as much. The Bears lost. I think Matt Nagy's fighting for his job, but I don't even know if the Bears players like playing for him. Like their season's done pretty much. So they might just give up and Deshaun Watson might actually go off against that good of a defense. We would All love right. to have the Bears just go up in flames. You're right. They they came back and beat the Lions week one out of nowhere. And the the Lions returned the favor. They're up by 10 with like four minutes to go. Lions scored a touchdown. Trubisky then fumbles in the inside his like own 10 yard line. That was that was hilarious to watch. It's probably a good thing Houston's not uh on the show anymore. After that. <laughs> you would be irate. <laughs> I'd be like, ha ha like literally. That's amazing. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Yeah, there's been one bright spot for the Bears, and that's Derek or David Montgomery. He yep. scored uh, in each of the past two games, and now he gets to go against the second-worst run defense, the Houston Texans that we just talked about. Or do you go with Cam Akers, who scored in each of the last two games as well? It seems like the Rams finally have their guy that they're giving the ball to more than a committee, and the Rams are a top-five rushing team, but they're going against the Patriots who have been – Real good against the run, and then they've been gashed by the run. You can think of uh, against the Bills and the Niners on a short week. Akers is a little bit banged up, though, too, so you got to take that account. But he's in the right offense to go off. Who are you starting this week, Marissa? Cam Akers against the Patriots, which is tonight, because this is coming out Thursday at Thursday Night Football, or David Montgomery against the Texans? Oh, this is a really hard one. Um I don't know because the Patriots have been slowly going on the up and up um, versus, you know, Cam looking really bad, but I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna go Cam Akers on this one. Cam Give it Akers. to me. I just have a good feeling. I don't know. I, I like Akers a lot the rest of the season, but my macho is you only start your stars on Thursday night football, short week, usually low scoring. Therefore, I'm going to give it to David Montgomery. He's coming off two of his best games in his career. Now he gets to go against the second worst rush defense with the Texans. Uh, the Texans gave up over 100 yards to Jonathan Taylor last week. Before that, your friend Adrian Peterson got two touchdowns on Thanksgiving. I think David Montgomery should have another good game against the Texans. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, that leads us to the last would-you-rather running back question. Jonathan Taylor going against the Las Vegas Raiders or Malvin Gordon going against the Carolina Panthers? Uh, I don't – I don't know about this one because this one's – I don't know. I guess I haven't been fully into Melvin Gordon lately just because, like, Denver went through that whole thing with, um, you know, trying to find COVID and, you know, they didn't have any quarterbacks and, you know, but then they had a really good game against, you know, Kansas city last weekend. And there's this whole thing, but for me personally, I probably going to go with Jonathan Taylor just because I like what he's doing and Indianapolis, you know, they want, they barely escaped, but they did. And then they beat, they also beat, you know, green Bay way back when, and I like what that team is doing. I like what he's doing. So Jonathan Taylor, give me it. What do you got? got? I'm going to go Melvin Gordon on this one just because I've had Jonathan Taylor. I actually started Jonathan Taylor last week. But if he didn't get that 35-yard touchdown pass on fourth and one, he wouldn't have the greatest game. It's still like a committee. Wilkins has gotten in there just as much as Taylor. Hines still steals goal line carries. Melvin Gordon looked really good Sunday. And he's going against a bad Panthers rush defense. I would take Melvin Gordon just because I feel like the volume is more guaranteed. All right. Wide All right, receiver. 
Jarvis Landry going against the Baltimore Ravens, who Landry scored in each of the last two games, but he's got a tougher test against the Ravens. Or Tyler Lockett, who's literally done nothing uh, these last two weeks, but he gets the New York Jets. Who will you start? Uh, I feel like that's a hard one because Tyler hasn't done much. He was really hot. Him and DK were really hot way back when, but now they haven't been much. But I don't know. Probably just because Tyler's been so silent and just because you're going against that. Hey, don't interrupt me in my soliloquy. Um, just because that, I'd probably go with Jarvis. And come on, it's Jarvis. If you know, if anyone knows, it's Marvel fans out there. Jarvis, come on. It's such a legendary name. I don't know. Was- Jarvis and what? What is? You don't know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about? Jarvis from what? Uh, say it one more Iron time. Iron Man. Common Man? Iron Man. Like, he's in the suit. He talks to him. Like, Jarvis, talk to me. Well, I, I love the Iron Man, but I never, I guess I didn't know Jarvis was. That's, that's his name, Jarvis. That's his name. Literally, Jarvis. So, did Jarvis die then when Iron Man died? So, no, what happened was way back, I think it was in one of the Avengers movies, he had to be configurated and he actually got um, moved and with, they call him, what is his name? He's Brad, he's um, Wisdom. Um, Dr. Strange. No, 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 no. He's he's like with Scarlet Witch. Oh, but. Uh, and, oh, uh, he has the stone in his Vision. head, right? One of the stones his name is Vision, so. He's technically Jarvis. So basically Jarvis got put into vision and what became like a real person. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm not taking Jarvis Lancer this week. I think the Jets defense, uh, even with Greg Williams getting fired, I still, without Jamal Adams, that secondary is not great. I'm going to take Tyler Lockett and I think he's going to get back on track. I'm going against him this week though in fantasy. So that's a little bit scary. Uh, Anticlimactic. All right, let's see if we keep differing. This is fun, Marissa. I think I might... No, it's not for me because I know I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've made some bad decisions in fantasy these last couple of weeks, so I don't know. But I feel like I'm uh, this right in here, week 14, this is where you have to find your step. This is where you have to get these questions right. Allen Robinson, again, these are a lot of good players um, because you guys wouldn't be in the postseason if you had bad flex option questions, right? Uh, so some of these are some good ones that we got. Allen Robinson, with Mitchell Trubisky kind of struggling, but he's still the guy. He had two touchdowns against the Packers two weeks ago. Or Justin oh, Jefferson. You know who going I'm going with. Come on. Rookie, right now he is at like 1,000 so many yards. He is in the top of the name with all of the guys. I mean, if you look at him, DK is went up there and then Hill – and Jefferson, I mean, he is a rookie amongst legends right now. So I'll give me Justin Jefferson all the way. No question. I am going to disagree with you again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. There the guy's go. the offensive rookie of the player of the year. And sometimes you just don't go by matchups when you have a stud like that. And the Buccaneers, again, they gave up, what, three touchdowns to Tyreek Hill? And they're probably going to be trying to stop Adam Thielen and Delvin Cook. So the matchup really doesn't matter to him when Justin Jefferson might be the third guy they're worried about. And he's super, super uh, efficient. Kirk Cousins has been dealing. I would start Justin Jefferson just because the Bears are kind of collapsing right now. All right. You got to start Justin Jefferson. He's the GOAT. Moving on to tight end. Rob Gronkowski going against your Vikings. Or Eric Ebron going against the Bills? This was such a good one. Okay, I literally had to get her muzzle on her. Sorry if you saw a whole bunch of stuff happening in the background. But this one's hard because I have Eric, and he's so, like, inconsistent. Like, some game, like one day game he got me, like, 10, and the other game he only got me, like, 5 or this or that. And Rob has been – ever since, like, you claimed it, you're like, Rob's back, Rob's back. He's been going off. So – and he went off, I think, and it was the Kansas City game. He did really good. So yeah, for me, this one, this one's really hard because, um, but I, I haven't seen much from Eric lately and I've been seeing more. So I'd probably take Rob Gronkowski. Okay. Yeah. I, I, 
I see the next questions, Hunter Henry and Mike Gusecki. And don't you have Hunter Henry and Eric Ebron? So before I, I say anything, I, I just want, I guess, your opinion because you have them. Who are you starting, Hunter Henry or Eric Ebron this week? Oh, that's the tough one because um, I literally just figured this out and I was like looking at it and statistically speaking, like um, I don't even look at last week because I feel like I started Hunter and he just did shitty and I didn't start Eric and Eric did good. So I'm, I'm right now, as we're speaking, I'm starting Eric Ebron, but I also don't know if that's going to bite me in the butt, but let's look at what happened last week when I had both of them travel back in time. Yeah. So I started Henry. He had 0.50 points, which is horrible. And then Eric had 6.80. So for me, it's just like, you know, Henry, that's like, you get literally not even a full point on fantasy. Like, and he's so inconsistent like that, that, that doesn't even shock me, but I probably got to start Eric over this one. Okay. I just want to, I didn't want to influence your decision there, but I'll, I'll answer these. Would you rather questions Gronk going back to Gronk and Ebron? I would, I would start Eric Ebron of the bills just gave up a touchdown to Jordan Reed. And they're one of the top five worst defenses against the tight end. And Gronk's going against Harrison Smith, uh, who might be matched up against him a lot, maybe Eric exactly. Hendricks. So I think that's a little bit of a tough uh, a tough matchup for Gronk. So I'd start Eric Ebron. Hunter Henry, Mike Gusecki. Gusecki's going against the Chiefs that you got to think maybe Tyron Matthews going to guard him. Uh, but mm-hmm. Gusecki's got, what, nine catches and like 90 yards and a touchdown this past week. He had a great game with Tua. However, Hunter Henry, he's going against a team with the worst defense against tight ends who's given up the most fantasy points. So in that matchup, I'm going to go Hunter Henry. So therefore, I pick Ebron over Gronk, Henry over Gusecki. So Marissa, good luck with picking between those two because I honestly don't know what I would do. They're both great matchups, but they're both inconsistent. It's so hard because it's like that's the biggest thing for me is like the inconsistency. It's like pick your poison. And this one, like Hunter has been not good for me. So I'll probably go Mike Gusecki. Um, just because Henry hasn't been that point that he has been in weeks past. He's so inconsistent he's good and bad and left and right. And I just wouldn't do it. I would go definitely go Mike Gusecki on this one. I just think Herbert's going to turn it around. So I think Henry has a nice game, uh, but we differ on the tight ends. That's okay. We'll go. I guess we just got a fan question that came in. Uh, mm-hmm. I got one on, uh, from a person that's wondering if they should start Ronald Jones against the Vikings or Adrian Peterson against the Lions for yeah, the Packers, which is one of the worst. Did we start like I have AP on my fantasy too? So please let me know if I need to start AP. In this situation, it's tough. You got to look at DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift was limited in practice this week. I think he's going to come back. So if DeAndre Swift plays, I'm starting Ronald Jones over Adrian Peterson. But if Swift is out, Adrian Peterson scored two touchdowns in each of the last two games, and he's got a great matchup against the Packers. Uh, so I would start AP then. So really, if you're in this predicament, especially with AP wondering to start him, I would definitely go look if Swift starts. If Swift, if Swift, DeAndre Swift is playing, I don't start Adrian Peterson. If Swift is not playing, then I play Adrian Peterson. That's how I'd go about it this week. So you have to actually check another player's status. That's where fantasy kind of gets uh Fantasy's so weird. <laughs> first year how's the first year going this is your first year Marissa. what is what have you noticed in fantasy what do you like what do you dislike I hate how it's so inconsistent like like I will spend like hours building the perfect roster right and then all of a sudden it'll just get like they'll all do bad and then my bench is like great I'm like like last week I was like these you know Tyreek Hill like all of these are supposed to do good and then Adrian Peterson has 17 points on the bench. Kirk Cousins had 32 points on the bench. Um, a, who, who do I have? A, um, a wide receiver from Denver had like 16 points on the bench. I was like, what is going on? It was horrible. So then I lost and I should have won. It was very, I should have won by like a lot too. And I lost by a lot. And it was just, it was a, it was not a good day for me in my fantasy but I talked with one of my co-workers too and he said you know we kind of have the same team we both have Russell Wilson we have both have a couple other players and he's like yeah my fantasy team's sucking so I'm like so is mine weird how that works out yeah the worst feeling in the world in fantasy is starting the wrong person if you would have started the other person you'd be in the playoffs right now or you'd be 
going on in the playoffs. Um, that's why these three weeks are kind of actually a little bit stressful, um, but people should just have fun with it and listen to us. That's really all you have to do. Listen to Brock. That's what you have to do. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> listen to our fantasy guru, Brock. Don't listen to me. I don't know what's going on. All right, Marissa, this final segment, you kind of have this idea with uh, Mary what? Mary, um, explicit word, kill, you know, you know, I'm talking about Mary F kill. I was like, oh, we could do that. But then Brock's like, that's not like appropriate. I'm like, of course, Brock's like, hey, now, but well, no, he's right. Thing, like you're, this is NFL players and I like, and you're, and I you're a male. <laughs> I, know, so I, do gr- I know guys play that game with girls. They'll throw out three names and they'll do it. Do girls do that with guys too? Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Famous movie stars, Mary Fell Kill, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, um, Liam Hemsworth, go. Those are all Marvel characters, um, actors. But then, you know, you'd be like, okay, well, obviously, that one's a tough one because I don't know what I would do. Um, Mary Fell Kill. Um, Mary, Tom Holland, fuck Robert Downey Jr., and I'm sorry, kill Liam Hemsworth. That's how it goes. Like, that's how you do it. Tom Holland's amazing, but that's beside the point. Interesting. But it's basically Spider-Man, Iron Man, and then Thor. To put it in the end of our perspective, who don't know Marvel, get educated. (sighs) Yeah, that's all I got. So let's do this. Let's see. Debo Samuel, DeAndre Swift, Todd Gurley. Start, bench, cut. Who you got? Okay, I will start this week. DeAndre Swift, because I think he's going to play. And like I said, he has a great matchup. Uh, Before that injury, that concussion he had in practice, he had a good game against the Washington Redskins. You saw the Redskins winning his last two games. That front seven's for real, and Swift went off against them. I think he has a great game against the Green Bay Packers, who I would bench but keep on my team, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel had a great game two weeks ago against the L.A. Rams this past week. Not so good against the Buffalo Bills. But after this week, he plays the Redskins this week. That's why I don't start him. The Redskins, their defense is for real now. Like, they stuffed the Steelers. You saw the Cowboys actually move the football pretty well against the Ravens uh, last night, even though they missed a lot of field goals. And the Redskins did really good against them. I, I don't like starting many people against the Redskins. But Debo Samuel, he gets the Cowboys after this week. So that's a very great matchup. And then for the championship, he gets the Arizona Cardinals, who also are top 10 and worst uh, teams to play. So, and then Todd Gurley, I would, I'd bench, I would not bench that guy. I'd cut him. Edo Smith is playing more than him. Brian Hill's playing more than him. And he has a brutal schedule with the Buccaneers a couple of times here coming up. Uh, so I definitely don't like Todd Gurley. You can cut him on all as I could concern. So that's my, my go-to with those two players. Beautiful. Well, to save an effort and time, we're not going to repeat the same question. So we're just going to go rapid fire on this one. So for me, I'm going to go Antonio Brown, Kareem Hunt, or J.K. Dobbins. Oh, this one's rough, but I am going to I am going to start J.K. Dobbins because he's been doing really well um, lately. I'm going to bench Kareem Hunt. And then I'm honestly going to cut Antonio Brown because what has Antonio Brown done since picking them up, uh, the Buccaneers? What has he done not? much of anything are you all surprised after taking years off of the nfl he's just gonna hop back into it he's not as good as rob gronkowski um as in my opinion of doing that um i don't you can't take years off of the nfl or any time and then you know be that prima donna and then just come back in like you're hot shit you can't do that so i'm cutting him i i agree with that you agree with that you agree with it well said i don't have to add in here though that's great Woohoo! All right. All right. What's the next one? You got it. You're Tarek, Tarek, Tarek McLaren, um, Ronald Jones, or then Jamison Crowder. Oh, Jamison Crowder. That's a good one. I want to hear you your input on. Yeah. So in this case, I would bench Terry McLaurin. I would start. Jamison Crowder, he's going against the Seattle Seahawks who give up the most points to slot receivers. And in this case, I would cut Ronald Jones. It's just tough with Ronald Jones. 
uh, because Leonard Fournette takes a lot of carries for him. Um, so even the matchup you saw, I, I actually was lucky. I was only up by like a half a point against Ronald Jones in uh, a weird type of touchdown league where you only get yardage points if you get like 33 yards. I was down, a, I was only up a half a point and I was against him and he got zero points. Uh, the, the floor for Ronald Jones is pretty close to zero. Well, Jamison Crowder, you know, this week, he's going to get you some points against the Seattle Seahawks. McLaurin's got a tough matchup against the Niners. So in that case, I would start Crowder, bench McLaurin, and cut ties with Ronald Jones. All right, okay. so me next. This is going um, to break Brock's heart. Um, just into a million pieces. We got Cam Newton, Taysom Hill, and Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, so Big Ben obviously led his team to their first loss of the season. So for that, I'm honestly going to bench Ben Roethlisberger. I'm going to start Taysom Hill because I love what he's doing lately. I think he's leading this Saints team in a great, great direction. And I am going to cut Cam Newton because he is literally trash. (laughs) Don't think he's good for your team, my dude. I think you'd need like Justin Fields or like something else. I don't know. Cam's so inconsistent, but like not even like, like, oh, here, like literally like, like, it's just so weird. And he, you know, he's not the same kid and, you know, player that we saw at Carolina by any means. I don't know what happened. I thought it would do pretty good with, you know, um, Bill Belichick and everything, but you know, I would, that that's what I would do. I'm sorry. Cam, Cam, Cam got to go, go. Bye-bye. Yeah, I agree. I would start Hill, bench Big Ben, and cut Cam. I, I don't believe in Cam after this one good week, so I definitely agree with you. Second to last, start bench cut. Juju Smith-Schuster, Damian Harris, or Cole Beasley? I would cut Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley just had 100 yards and a touchdown uh, against the Niners on Monday Night Football. But he's got a tough schedule coming up. He plays the Steelers. He plays the Broncos, and he plays the Patriots. That's brutal. I don't think I'd be happy starting Beasley at all this postseason, so I'd cut ties with him. I would bench uh, Damian Harris because I don't start – I only start my stars on Thursday night, so I bench Damian Harris, but he gets the Dolphins and Bills these next two weeks where I feel like he can run the football. And I'd start Juju. Only like seven catches, 28 yards this past week. But going against the Bills, they're going to have to score this week. I think it's going to be kind of a low-scoring game, but you'd imagine Chase Claypool outside is going to get uh, most of the attention from Tredavious White. So I think Juju Smith-Schuster has a nice game Sunday night. All right. Tight ends. Start bench cut. The last one, Marissa. Who do you got? Hayden Hurst, Austin Hooper, Logan Thomas. Start bench cut. Okay, so first I'm going to go with – I'm going to – hard I first I'm gonna start Logan Thomas I'm gonna start Logan Thomas um and then I think I'm gonna go with cutting Hayden Hurst and then um benching Austin Hooper I just like what Logan Thomas is doing right now and you know him being with the Washington football team and excelling in that nature. And just, they're doing something really good right now. And I don't know what they've put in the water recently to, you know, have them win so much over the Dallas Cowboys and beat, you know, the only undefeated team in the league is just something that I think is amazing. And I don't know, the Ravens are struggling as of recently. So I just think that that would be the reason why I would cut Hurst. Yeah, I definitely I agree with Logan Thomas. He's too good to sit right now. Well, that's it for the start, bench, and cut. Again, if you have any questions of what to do here going up to Sunday, uh, just tweet out us at ATG Gridiron on Twitter. Do you have a lock and upset this week, Marissa, or are you not confident? Oh, I can't get one, Brock. Okay, you go I'll for start it. with mine while you look. My lock What's- this week, Seattle Seahawks going against – the New York Jets, after losing to the Giants at home, they get the Jets at home. Jamal Adams going against his former team. I like the Seahawks to destroy the New York Jets. And then my upset is the Washington Redskins. They're going to keep their winning streak alive, and they're going to go into 
Arizona and beat the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Niners are at a disadvantage having to play in Arizona. I think that's tough for them. Uh, so I, I take the Washington Redskins upsetting the Niners and ruining their little playoff hopes they still have. And the Redskins are on pace to possibly win the division. Well, for me, obviously, this isn't going to be a, a – I'm going to lock because I think this is a no-brainer for me. I'm going to lock the Titans over the Jacksonville Jaguars just because Derrick Henry is going to go good against one of the worst rush defenses in the league. And I think, obviously, the man is amazing, and Ryan Tannehill is going to go off, and it's the Jaguars, and they've only won one game. Even though their games have been close, obviously, with the Minnesota Vikings and everything else, I just think that's what I'm going to do. And then my big upset um, – my big upset is going to be this is this is hard cuz like you said there's no like big like games where you're like okay this is clear and you know this is a big upset but I think I'm going to go Bills over the Steelers. The Bills are actually favored. They're favored? See, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't know who to pick for an upset because I feel like I'm like that's an upset. I'm like no, that's not an upset. You know what I mean? There's like well, here. You don't have confidence is, in your is Vikings? Upset, is this an upset? The Giants over the Cardinals? Yeah, the Giants over the Cardinals is an upset. That's what I thought. Okay, I want to do that. I'm gonna, I don't like the Cardinals right now. I don't think Hopkins is doing that great. Kyler Murray, they're 6-6 six and six right now. Um, they have the same record as the Vikings, which is like, I love the Vikings, but we all know how they've been this year. Give me the New York Giants over the Arizona Cardinals. Awesome, but yeah. The- so, Locks, Seahawks, Marissa, Titans, upset, Redskins. Marissa Giants, this is a great episode. We wish you all luck uh, with the fantasy postseason. Hopefully get a good start listening to our advice and uh, win some money. That's it for Around the Gridiron. That's Marissa Voss. I'm Brock Aker. See you next week. Peace.